kind of the conclusion that millennials are slowly going to just mentally degrade <laughs> to the point that we can only communicate in TikTok audios. You're probably not wrong. I, uh, that's what went through my head when we were fixing lunch. And I'm like, so I had some banana bread at work today, bro. And I knew that that meant you were excited. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we even have friends that do that. I'm telling you, like society's just going <laughs> to degrade to where that's what language is. That's awesome. I mean, it's not, but <laughs> go us. <laughs> you're going to look at me and you're going to tell me that I'm wrong? <laughs> Quit proving your point. Grow up, bro. Grow up. <laughs> I don't think you've ever got to use that more perfectly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope you put all of that in. Because that was awesome. Hello all my creepers and my creepettes. Hey guys. Welcome back for New Year, New Podcast. Is it? It's the same podcast, but it's a new year. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, and to get the the year started off, we're going behind bars. Drinking? No. Oh. We're doing some hard time. Drinking? With ghosts. Cool. Okay. That was my second guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> so today we're going to explore allegedly one of the most haunted places on the planet. Some people have claimed. Mm. That's a big title. It is. It's also been in various movies. As like they they don't tell you that it's that's where it is, but they used it for a set in Transformers. I think Revenge of the Fallen. What? Um, it was in some other like spy movie. I can't remember the name of. That's crazy. Like, they used it as a set. Yeah. Hmm. So that's cool. Um, it is the inspiration behind one of the most notorious fictional prisons in the world, Arkham Asylum. Ah. Okay. I thought you were going to maybe say Azkaban. That'd be cool, too. <laughs> no, no. I'm talking like like real real scary prisons, not f- magic scary prisons. I spent 12 years there. We are talking about Philadelphia's Eastern State Penitentiary. It's pretty intense. It actually does look like a castle from yeah. the outside. Yeah. Which uh, adds to its spookiness. They I also have, what's it called? A rotundra? Is that how you pronounce it? Where it's oh. the building, there's a center of the building. It's like spokes on a wheel. Yeah. And yeah. it has hallways coming off. And I think the center is called a rotundra. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, that's like this, the very center hallway. And then all of the cell blocks branch off of that. I imagine just the, I mean, given what the structure is used for, but also to have the ar- architecture that matches that can you imagine how much energy is just in the center like that's yeah. where everybody well, has to walk through to go anywhere and you know the walls are like two foot of concrete and mm-hmm. stone you know it's insulated and even as big of a place as it is when you're inside it feels small yes. and claustrophobic yes which is weird they even talked about how in in one of the documentaries we watched the when you're walking down the cell blocks, 
there's a special like safety net because the guard walk is so tight that pe- the inmates could just reach out and they would try to push the guards off the the walkway. Mm-hmm. So they had to build a special like wire safety net so that the guards didn't fall to their death because it had already been happening. <laughs> yeah. So that's how tight everything is. Everything in there is just small. Well, and just speaking of how uncomfortable it is inside i don't know much about feng shui but i wonder i'm a black belt actually in it (laughs) are you i am okay cool (laughs) i don't believe you (laughs) (laughs) but what if you know feng shui is really real and that was all they did they just made everything feel so wrong Mm -hmm. slowly drive you crazy I don't think that's what drove inmates crazy. I think it was the 23-hour solitary. Yeah, the only prison that is complete solitary confinement. At the time. At the time. So, it was actually the first penitentiary. It opened in 1829 and was, like I said, the first penitentiary. Funny enough, it was also one of the first buildings in America to have central heat and running water. That surprises me to at least have the central heat part. I don't think... When they, it was built, I don't think they built it with, like, cruelty in mind. <laughs> it was not supposed to be a horrible place. They thought that this penitentiary system was actually going to help reform these criminals. Through religious torture? I'm not, I'm not saying that they were right. <laughs> but okay. what I am saying is they were at least humane enough to, like, we can give these guys running water and central heat. Nope, that's fair. I'm glad they had it, but man, it just surprised me. So the thought at the time was that solitude and quiet reflection would leave would lead the criminals to be penitent and turn towards God. And every room had skylights so that they could look up and think of God. Yes. And so that was that was the whole shtick is was the solitariness of it. For 23 hours a day, you would get taken to bathe every two weeks. Would they really smell that bad in that two weeks if they're not using physical exertion and they're just hanging out in a cell? Maybe not. And it it might have been, you know, before everyone had access to running water, Mm -hmm. it was not common to bathe that often. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it definitely seems mean to not let them get to bathe every two weeks. But if they're really not doing anything. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that they would do when they when you were taken to bathe or taken anywhere in the prison, a cloth sack was put over your head so that you didn't know where in the building you were when you were being moved. I think that's check two for making people go crazy. Yeah, it just adds that that sense of solitary. Um, the cells had two doors. There was an inner door that was iron and then there was an outer door that was wood that would slide in front. And it was to keep you from being able to talk to other inmates across the hall. Or, you know, see other inmates across the hall. It does make me wonder if they still tried anyway. Like, they could hear people shuffling up and down the, the walkways, I'm sure. You can talk through a door, you know? Mm-hmm. You can be loud enough. It's not going to be the most easy conversation, but it can be done. Well, I mean, they flush notes down the toilet and stuff now in prison systems to get communication through so 
it's not something that I believe you can completely stop, for sure. Not if you're determined enough, I guess. <laughs> in 1913, the solitary ended. And I do not think that this was rooted in any sort of, let's change the condi- conditions for these people, so much as it was... They just ran out of room. We needed more space. Mm-hmm. The best way to add more space to a prison is to double up cells. Yeah. Everybody gets a buddy. Yeah. So 1913, the solitary ended. In 1924, the first mess hall was completed, which, so by that point, they're letting prisoners, you know, communally commune. And of course, when that started, you actually have the chance to communicate. There was a a couple attempted escapes. One was successful, Mm -hmm. um, though they caught the people like very shortly afterwards he was a famous bank robber in the 1920s right uh-huh and he, mm-hmm. they they dug through they dug a tunnel dig but, a tunnel dig, dig <laughs> a tunnel <laughs> but it was like insane they had electric lights in the tunnel and all kinds i know like, how did you do that looking at the blueprints of their whole system it took them a year to complete the operation but they came out on the other side and the headline said that inmates come out of the ground like rats and they're covered in mud because they ran across an underwater stream. But in one part, it shows that they had a seven-foot ladder to get down and across and then back up. Where'd you get the ladder? Where'd it come from? How do you sneak a seven-foot ladder into a hole oh my through gosh. a false wall? <laughs> Speaking of ridiculous tunnels and our pre, our like conversation we were having before the show about tiktok (laughs) have you seen the lady that's just like domestically building a tunnel in her basement no like mine style what yeah there's some tiktok lady and she films progress of this tunnel making and it's insane it's like she's part dwarf or something i don't know is she using plastic spoons no she's using like mining equipment in her basement oh my gosh it's crazy i'm sure there's regulations against oh i'm that. sure there is also oh my gosh that's crazy <laughs> don't hit a uh gas line or something yep call before you dig <laughs> safety first <laughs> safety first i don't care about the permit violations but by god you better be safe about it <laughs> <laughs> The prison's most famous inmate was uh, Al Capone. However, this was, he did not spend much time here. If you uh, watch any of the documentaries, or I'm sure if you talk to the tour guides at the facility, because I do do tours, it's it's That's super open. Cool. It's also open to photography. Mm. You do have to get a special permit if you want to use a tripod, but you're free to roam around and take photos. Um, all kinds of cool stuff. And as of within the past couple of years, they've recently opened the hospital wing to, to tours as well. That's way cool. But I believe if you're talking to the tour guide, they make it sound like he was there as his mainstay. Mm-hmm. He was not, he was there for eight months on mm-hmm. a one year sentence. And it was for, uh, it was a concealed weapon charge. Which for him had to be, just was, so annoying. It was a minor thing. But you know what What they actually got him with that put him away for good? It was tax evasion. Ugh. Get you every time. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, they couldn't pin him with anything else. But so he was, he was at Eastern State for eight months. 
and he had just crazy luxuries. Uh, his cell had he had a dresser and an actual bed and a rug and a radio. I mean, wingback chair. Yeah, it was super fancy in his cell. Now, during the time, the warden was asked by the newspaper about it and denied that any any of that was allowed. Well, of course, he couldn't so, do that for everybody. But yes, uh, after you know, he made it eight months into that sentence or that charge. Um, where he spent his actual, like, big boy stay was at Alcatraz, once Alcatraz was mm-hmm. complete. Also, that's because this is a state prison, and tax evasion is a federal crime. Mm. So he had to go to a federal prison. So, Eastern State is just like... It's a state prison. It's kid a, scary, where Alcatraz is big boy scary? <laughs> um, I mean, I've always heard that federal prison is more easy going than state prison but well i mean because they say that eastern state is one of the most haunted prisons oh yeah but i would imagine that alcatraz is worse i don't know uh we did talk about some creepy guy showing up on christmas at a christmas party for mm-hmm. alcatraz mm-hmm. funny enough capone thought he was being personally haunted by one of the valentine's day massacre victims so i have thoughts on that so I would believe him in that. There was, how many died? Was it seven that died in that massacre? I'm not sure off the top of my head. So I wouldn't doubt him being haunted. It's not like he was a great guy. But some of the, we watched the Ghost Adventures episode where they're going through it. And there's several people that are talking about Al Capone. But one of them is talking about how they say that you could hear him in the night and he's saying go away leave me alone leave me alone what if also some of it is just ptsd from the life that he led yeah i would say it's more guilt than him being personally haunted i mean i wouldn't doubt if there was a haunting around him i also don't know that he would haunt this prison Mm-mm. that he spent eight months in as opposed to the other prison that he spent a lot longer in right i agree with that um, but it just seemed like nobody even thought about, like, he's a gangster. Yeah. He does bad things. He has nightmares. Yeah. Emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's reports of strange occurrences in the prison dating all the way back to the 40s. Mm. The prison was closed in 1971, and it sat abandoned and empty until 1994, when it was open for tours. I really appreciate it whenever historical sites like this that definitely are creepy, but they let them open up for tours and stuff. I just, I think that's so cool. Well, and if the building is safe enough to walk through, mm-hmm. why not? Right. That's just a way to make money. So let's get into the, uh, what everyone's actually here for. That's the spookies. 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 So, um, if you go to the actual facility and, you know, who's running the tours, officially they do not say anything about hauntings. Why? They don't want to be associated with it. They don't want to draw more attention to the... they, They don't want to profit off of what these people went through by like 
you know, telling people that it's because if you tell someone that a place is haunted, it's going to attract a certain crowd, I think. Well, yes. And I don't think they want to like. Fanatic over it. Yeah. I I can understand that and I can respect that, but it did happen and is happening with the hauntings or whatever. There's so many accounts of random people just walking through professionals walking through Mm -hmm. it's all happening Mm -hmm. i think it's dumb to deny it and whenever you start hiding things that have happened in the past or acting like they didn't happen bad things happen um there's one particular story that was even mentioned in the the ghost hunters episode so there was two people kind of you know at the first part of the episodes where they're like doing the the walkthroughs and Mm -hmm. history stuff that there was a couple people showing them around the facility. Mm-hmm. One you could tell worked for the actual facility and was like a tour guide. And he strictly talked about the history parts and nothing supernatural at all. Mm-hmm. And then the other two that were showing them around did talk about supernatural stuff. But the one thing that the tour guys mentioned that even related to supernatural it was not his own story but it he mentioned in 1990s they had a locksmith that was trying to open a cell in cell block four mm-hmm. and i think that this was the site of a murder of one of the guards yes i remember that um and he he said that the while he was working on picking this lock a force gripped him so tightly he was unable to move and he just describes a negative energy that kind of just explodes out of the cell um and even went to say he saw saw tormented faces appear in the walls i just thought it was funny that the guy that was telling us on ghost adventures it was not his experience and he you could tell that he thought it was a ghost story yeah Mm -hmm. well so the actual murder that happened there the inmate was convinced that the guards were trying to kill him. And they kind of alluded to him having gone mad because mm-hmm. most prisoners in Eastern State went crazy. So he thought his um, security guards were, were trying to kill him and he was in his outside cell. And the security guard came out there and he just bludgeoned him to death. Mm-hmm. And then he went back inside of his cell and just took a nap. That was yeah. it? Yep. So he could have just felt the residual energy from that negative blast coming through. Well, and that's what I think. I think that this is more of a residual haunting than mm-hmm. an intelligent because there's so many pin-up emotions from when these guys were slowly um, driven insane. Right. You know. Um, it is kind of crazy, though, that he reported seeing faces in the walls. Mm-hmm. That's a straight-up hallucination. It could be. Or not a hallucinate, but like, that's not just feeling the residual energy of this traumatic, violent event that happened here. Mm -hmm. That's something a little more. And also when you feel that sort of energy, your brain does funny stuff too. There's stone walls in in not very well lit areas because it's only skylights. Mm -hmm. So he could have been seeing patterns in the stone. Well, that's true. I see faces in... Lots of inanimate objects. Your brain is wired to see faces. If you why? Can, 
it's a survival mechanism, I think. It's an evolutionary thing. That's you, weird. Your brain will see faces in anything it can. That's why you see faces in the clouds and um, like spooky trees you always think have faces, you know? Weird. That's a brain thing. Hmm. The more you know. Do lobotomies help? <laughs> I've heard lobotomies help all kinds of stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah. Let's take some pictures and see how well it works. <laughs> um, so there, there's been lots of stuff reported in Cell Block 12, including voices and cackling. It was even mentioned in, in Ghost Adventures that it sounded like a female. Well, the, then, the one guy, he yeah. said that everybody says it sounds like a female, but he thinks that it is actually a male and it just is high pitched and like he's in pain. Which would make more sense because yes. I think the prison only ever held six female, six female inmates ever. Yes. Yep. Um, Subblock six, people have seen shadowy figures. Uh, Subblock four, this is where the locksmith was when mm. he saw the face and all that stuff. The lockpick one's really the only, like, specific story I could find. Yeah, most of it is bumps in the night type of stuff. And and that's also why I kind of say I think it's a residual haunting. Because there wasn't anything particular that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, your generic spooky house stuff. Yeah. Um, people have said they've seen silhouettes of guards in the watchtowers. Different stuff like that, but... I feel like that is a pretty, that would have to be a given mm-hmm. to see them in the watchtower. Well, I feel like all spooky buildings, you're looking up at the windows and waiting to see something go in front of the window. Yeah. That's just, that's the vibe it gives. <laughs> so I actively avoid the intersection of our own, of our old house. Yeah. Because I can't help but look to try and look at the windows when we're driving past it. I did that too. And you were driving one time and I decided to look and... Mm-mm. It just felt so bad and negative, and mm-hmm. I was like, "You got to go." <laughs> yep. Yeah. So one thing really cool that they do during the Halloween season, they do terror behind the walls, and they turn the whole place into like a haunted, a haunted house. That's how you do it. And I've heard it's really cool. Whenever we helped clean up the old St. Anthony's Hospital in Amarillo, they were asking me if I could help turn it into a haunted house which it was already october when they were asking and i'm like this takes all year to prepare first of all (laughs) yeah it would have been cool but they needed to they would have needed to make it a lot safer Mm -hmm. to go through there's too many liabilities yes but it is super cool that the prison does that yes that's way cool Um, i have a friend that has that was originally from the northeast and has since moved back and i think he said he he's done it that's way cool so I bet it's way scary too. <laughs> yeah. I like you don't have too. to do much to it. No. Just get on a, like a black cat suit to hide in the shadows and jump out at people. And yep. That's probably all it takes. <laughs> Cause it looks like, um, well, just like the St. Anthony's hospital, the walls look like silent Hill. That's the yeah, only way I can the describe it. Peeling off oh, and it's like, creepy. You don't have to do of, much other than that. <laughs> all of the iron was painted and it's coming off. Everything's rusted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's set empty since 1971, so yeah, it's old and not mundown, taking, yeah, you know? not taken care of. It's maintained 
I wouldn't necessarily say that it's taken care of now. It's maintained to a level of safety to walk through it. Mm-hmm. But. But I kind of appreciate that it's like that, too. Yeah. Like how I was talking about earlier. But because they could just tear it down. They could. But like, it's a cool looking building. Yeah. It looks like a castle. Yeah. It's way cool. I want to go. Would you go? The daytime. <laughs> now there's a haunted house? Probably not. You don't think so? No. I'm not crazy about haunted houses anyway. Yeah, but you just laughed at me through the last I did. couple. <laughs> I did. I think they're too expensive and kind of a scam. So, Well, okay. They're a good time, though. <laughs> <laughs> so there were several shows that the the prison has been featured in mm-hmm. penitentiary i should say mm-hmm. um ghost hunters season one episode five ghost adventures season two episode six mysterious journeys which is more of a um like narrated thing than them doing any sort of investigations mm-hmm. um season two episode nine and then there's a documentary about the prison itself called Eastern State Living Behind the Walls. I couldn't find that, though. I looked on Amazon. I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out in 2008. Mm. But it was it's a historical documentary. It's probably not going to talk much about hauntings or anything like that. Yeah. I wonder if it's probably on YouTube, then. It, that would be my next place to try. Some of the, the harder-to-find stuff I can usually find on YouTube somewhere. So mm-hmm. That's all I got. That's it. That's all I got. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. If you could, share us with your friends. That's the best way to share a podcast and you know get everybody on board with Reaper's Creepers. Um, we have a merch store we would love for you to check out. The easiest way to get to it is to go to either our Facebook or our Instagram. You can go to our bios. Uh, it, there's a link to our link tree, and inside that link tree, you can get to the merch store. You can get to the episode downloads. You can get to our other socials, everything we have available. We also have an email address. It is reaperscreepers.spooky22 at gmail.com. So send us an email. Let us hear your spooky stories. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, everybody, again. We appreciate each and every one of you, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys.